Things. Well, yeah. So There's... I was in New York when you were, Beetlejuice I... was on Broadway, but I, I so I saw yeah. the ads. Oh, okay. And I was just like, this can't, this can't be good because <laughs> you see what the people look like, oh, and I'm yeah. like, their Beetlejuice just looks very bland. Like yeah. You think of like Michael yeah. Keaton's Beetlejuice. I don't know. New York has a lot of weird stuff like that. <laughs> it does. Did your subway car get hijacked? No. What? <laughs> what? I've n- never heard of a subway car hijacking. Why would anyone do that? Whatever are you talking about, Cheryl? <laughs> I don't know whether even to bother going any further with that one. <laughs> Cheryl, whatever do you mean? What do you mean by that? I mean like the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. What I mean, is that? <laughs> the thing referenced in a Beastie Boy song? <laughs> is it? Which is how I know that is a thing? Really? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's a movie. It's two movies actually, but don't bother with the second one. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was a Denzel Washington version. It's they bad. Call that one the taking of Pelham 456. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> they should have cuz it's really not the taking of Pelham 123. It's not as good and they ruined the ending. Uh but yes, the original uh, it's it's uh, Walter Matthau, Robert Shaw, Hector Elizondo. It sounds like Ooh, never seen that one. This. You probably should. You should put it on your list. I'm Andrew Lindy, and I have never seen The Taking of Pelham 123. I'm Bethany Brinton, and I have not seen The Taking of Pelham 123. I am Cheryl Jones, and I have seen The Taking of Pelham 123 many times. I'm Elisa Gonzalez. I've never seen The Taking of Pelham 123. I'm Joe Myers, and I have never seen The Taking of Pelham 123. And this is It's on My List. So, But, but seriously, though, so, I did not know this was a movie... It is referenced in a Beastie Boys song called Sure Shot. Because they're cool. And you know? I very regularly would have to look up the references and I was like, oh, that's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I am beyond shocked now that I have seen it that my father never made me watch it because this seems like something that is totally in his wheelhouse. Uh, any guesses how many pages of notes I took on this one? Oh, well, it's either very little Eight. or so many. So yeah. Yeah. I, would say I would go two. Eight. What was yours? Five. And yours? Two. Two. It's 11. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. a new record. Wow. It, it is. is a new record. Especially for a there, film that you enjoy. I know. And I thought, I sat down and I said, okay, well, I won't need to take very many notes on this. <laughs> and there are so many lines in this movie that I think are so spectacular. And just, yes, I pretty much wrote down the entire movie. So, you know, I have issues with that. Yeah, I just kind of <laughs> got going and boy, I couldn't stop. Oh, man. So, uh... Show us the way, Cheryl. Uh, I'll movie? show you something. Wait, I, mean, I have two. I have two. I brought two show and tells. You visual oh. on a podcast. Love it. Uh, I know. It's, we'll it's take good. pictures That's and That's exactly what I figured. This is oh. the book it was based on. Whoa. Oh, oh nice. I, I, it came with this and cover, by the way. I did not put a plastic cover. cover on this myself. I read it a long time ago. I don't re- I was going through IMDb where it gave all the differences. And I was like, really? I don't remember any of that. Ah. So obviously I need to reread the book. But I love that the uh, the quote on the front from a review is... A blockbuster. 
Saturday Review. <laughs> <laughs> so the book is a blockbuster. Yeah, apparently. well, you know. Well, it and is. this is this is a book cover that's not based on the movie, right? I think so. Or is it? it no, I see no mention of the movie on uh, here, which normally that's always. Do. I, I just I found it in a. It looks like it, but because yeah, just of. because it's got the like a, it's subway, subway stuff, subway which it's all going to look the same, right? Because it's a subway car. Uh, in a station, but uh, yeah, I found it in a used bookstore somewhere. I always love the nice. the novelizations of movies, but this oh, went the opposite way. Of course, don't. I can <laughs> I can pick it up if you want. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh my god, I gotta have Pelham. Holy cow, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. What's your other show? Tell? Uh, that for be later? later. We'll get to that in a okay. bit. Oh, I think wow. I'm it won't take long. I'm sure. Uh, so I mean, I I think. Uh, this is a very interesting movie right? because it is this concept of it is a kind of a heist or a kidnapping yeah. Yeah. on a subway. Right. So it's like, where can they go? That's right. like the, it's, the, it's, the concept of the movie is how do you get away if we know where all the subways go? Yeah. Which yeah, they keep referencing that, within yes, the movie. Like, yeah, they keep, I have all those quotes written down. Of course, then we'll get to the, yeah. How are you going to, how do you expect to get away with this? It's four guys, four, right? Yes. Who, yeah, you should know by now. Yes. Who, Yeah hijack a New York City subway car, Pelham 123. As we learn in, uh, Walter Matthau is, is one of the guys running the the subway system and he's giving a tour to these guys from Japan and uh, tells them, although I had a little issue with this because he says the trains are numbered, it, it's the terminus point and the time. So Pelham would be the terminus, 123 is 123 the time. Mm. Uh, but is not the terminus the end point? Because he says, as he's saying it, uh, he tells them that. Uh, oh, see, now I've got so many notes. <laughs> there it is. He says, "You see," he, he says, "You see, each train is identified by the name of its terminus and the time of its departure. Thus, an express train leaving Woodlawn at 6:30 p.m. would be Woodlawn 6:30, while on its return trip, its destination might be, let's see, uh, oh, Flatbush 825." Terminus is the end of the route. Yeah. So it wouldn't be Woodlawn. It would be wherever it was going to, would it not? So Well, they go no. back and forth. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, if it was huh. leaving, but when you catch a train... This even is if a bunch on, of Californians no, trying I, to look, figure I, out... I've never been to New York, but I have place. been to London. I have ridden the tube a lot in yeah. London. And so it's it's... The same thing there. So you're looking for the you're looking for where your train is going to. I I yeah. And on that in the direction that you're going, so where it's going to and what time? I mean, on on the tube, it's what time it's coming to your station yeah. that you see. But mm -hmm. the 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 city on it is always, or the destination is always the terminus where it's where going to, mm -hmm. not where it's coming from. Maybe he loved yeah. the line. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe I it's in the book like that, and they just were like, we have to could, go by the book. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, that's kind of weird because it's kind of a. Big point, but you know, <laughs> I, I do. But I think just for like that interest of a naming convention, yeah. the taking of Pelham one two three, yeah. like that sounds nothing like anything else that we hear, right? Yeah. Right. And so to say, and then the one two three is like that's pleasing to us because we like numbers that go up and in yes. sequential order. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, oh, that's the time, right? And it's like, oh, right, it's a little secret within the name. Yeah, yes. I don't know. It's uh, it's, yeah, it I, sounds nice, even if does. even if I the love, line is weird. Yeah, I know, but I love saying the name of this movie the taking of pelham one two three it's got it just kind of rolls off i don't know <laughs> it just it just makes me happy though i just i don't know joe i see you twitching over there i know i see it too i'm like oh my god he hates it oh no <laughs> I, I, I i did not hate this movie i i thought it was 
mediocre to average in yeah. most parts. There were a couple things I really did love, but um, I think it's funny that you're caught up on that. And my thing was, you only have a handful of hostages. If you kill one every minute, they're late. You're gonna run out of hostages yeah, in like yes. 15 minutes. <laughs> yes. I mean, what the hell are you gonna do? So I had logic right. issues with other parts. There is of yeah, definitely there's, there's that is definitely yes, a logic gap. You're right. Um, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. That yeah, there's no, you have what did they have? Eighteen, eighteen or so. Eighteen, counting the I think conductor. Seventeen and, and then eighteen. Yeah, so they I don't did, know. but then I realized, oh, they said they originally said seventeen plus the conductor, and so that's mm. why later that because I got caught up on that too, even this time. Okay. And I was like, oh right, they did I say they were, and the conductor. I thought they were saying seventeen plus the cop because they knew there was a seat. No, yeah, yeah, no, he was counted. The cop was guy. counted in the yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but the, I, how much money did they ask for? A million, million dollars. A million dollars. It was 1974. Yeah. That was still a lot. A million dollars split four ways. Yeah. Right? Because it's four guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I do think the, the part that I really got into in this was the heist aspect of it. Because you look at the way that these four guys, it's Robert Shaw, Hector Elizondo, um, Earl Hinman, who is um, was on Home Improvement, he was the neighbor over the fence. Yeah, oh, really? Will, I only Wilson. just Wilson. That was I only just realized that recently. I was like, whoa! And then the who was the fourth? Martin Balsam. Martin, Martin oh, yeah, Balsam. of course, the Martin Balsam. Yes, and they uh, were Mr. Blue, yes. Mr. Green, Mr. Gray, and Mr. Brown. So that sounds I'm familiar. Now, yeah. Quentin Tarantino is a huge Pelham fan. Yes, yeah. but absolutely that that heist aspect of. And then they all dress the same. Mm -hmm. yes. That I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> like, yeah. this is, because if even if you ask any of those hostages, oh, what did they look like? They all blend in their minds. Yeah. Right. You can't even like right. focus on one because they're all, you know, in the same hat, same jacket, a mustache. Even though right. that Martin Balsam has the gray hair sticking out, even though the one guy's a little taller, like right. it just all blends in your mind because you're in such a stressful moment. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, this that's smart. And, like, yeah. and they all look kind of old and like like your average dude who's just gonna sit on the subway for mm -hmm. two stops and get off. Right. So you yeah, don't really you wouldn't you don't it. and they're all they're carrying things, but you you don't it's nothing yeah. that it's an you're old like man. you're yeah. like it's a yeah, violin it's, case. Right. It's uh, nothing yeah. you'd look twice at really uh -huh. and think, Oh, he's got a gun in there, you know, like yeah, there'd be nothing to make you suspect yeah. any of those guys when they got on your train. So I, I was really into that aspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> because I I'm I very much do like like heist films, like little crime dramas like yes. that. So this is like right in that vein. Yeah. And it's something I've never seen before. Uh, but I have seen like all of these parts like feel very familiar. So I was like, yeah, this is definitely. I'm into this. This yeah. is neat. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I knew not. I I knew there was a chance not everyone was going to love it like I do. Because obviously, <laughs> I, but let me tell. This is how I came to this movie okay. uh, on a, a previous episode when we were uh, uh, talking about Casablanca. We talked about you know channels five and nine showing movies back in the day, and that's how I came to it. One afternoon, lying back on the couch, flipping through channels, and I hit like channel nine, whatever, and this movie was on. And spoiler alert, I'm going to give you like the end, not the end end, but what in my opinion, well, it's the second best moment in the movie. <laughs> the end end is the best mo moment. But uh, I hit the part where Walter Matthau and Robert Shaw are standing talking to each other on the rail track. Mm. And and I was like, oh, cool, whatever. And Robert Shaw, who is obviously the bad guy, you get that instantly. And he said, 
Oh, wait, here I have it on probably page 11. Uh, my, I started running out of ink. You can see that's how, that's how bad it was. Uh, so, uh, and he's Mr. Blue, So, and Garber is the name of Walter Matthau's character. But uh, And they've been talking the whole movie. Yeah, they've been talking yeah. by radio the whole mm-hmm. movie. So he, they know each other by voice. And uh, so they recognize each other. And uh, so Garber says, do you want to... Do you want to move along? Blue says, excuse me, do you people... And he's got this great British accent, but he says, excuse me, do you people still execute in this state? Mm. And Garber says, what? Oh, execute? No, not at the moment. And and Blue says, pity, and pity. puts his foot against the third rail and electrocutes himself to death. And I sat bolt upright <laughs> on the couch when I saw it, and I was like, oh my God, did they never... Villains never do that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what a villain should do. Yeah. And I... So I watched to the end and was like, I've, I've got to see this again. But then I had to find it again because yeah. it wasn't like today where you could just watch it streaming. And yeah, so when I finally got to watch the whole thing, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> it just, cause, it is yeah, a great hook to it's get like, you in. No, yeah, sure. and it was like nothing I'd ever seen. So yeah, it's, uh, I adore this movie in case you hadn't noticed. <laughs> uh, so let me just say, uh, okay, so Mr. Blue, he's British. That's Robert Shaw. He's the leader of this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Balsam is Mr. Green, is that right? Yes. And the uh, yes, that's so that's his main thing is that he was a former conductor, so he knows how this train works. He can drive the train. Mm-hmm. Uh so he's got all of the technical skill. You have Mr. Brown, Earl Hinman is just sort of there. He stutters. He stutters, that's his thing. <laughs> uh I feel like he was the the movie sort of made it out to be like him and Blue were like friends. I think and had yeah. done things together before. Yeah. I almost expected them hurt, to be like, like a little father shaking. son or something. Interesting. A bit, yeah. It like seemed like it was a close bond. I, they yeah. it never yeah. came. They probably like yeah served together yeah. or yeah. something. And then you have Hector Elizondo, yes. Mr. Gray. Who is the Where's like the psychopathic <laughs> bad guy? He's the creep. Mr. Blonde of this movie. Yes, yes. he's right. the psycho he creep is. dude. And and Hector is the guy that you know today from Pretty Woman, from Princess every Diaries. Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course, every movie like that. So that's I'm going to show you my next oh. thing. Dun, dun, so dun. in 1990 something, uh, let's say. Five. I don't know when it was. Uh, I worked on a movie called Safe House with Patrick Stewart, and Hector had a role in it, a small role. He knew the director, so he, he'd been in his previous movie. So uh, he was in it, so I got the chance to meet him, and I uh, asked him. I'm, we, I got, we got, my parents were with me that day, so we all got to meet him, and I said, would you, mind, would you sign a laser disc jacket for me? Oh, my God. And as I handed it over, I could see in, on his face, he expected it to be Pretty Woman. That was the big yeah. one of the time. <laughs> and I handed him instead, of course, the Taking of Pelham 123, which I have here. I kept the actual disc in it just because I thought you guys Ooh. would get a kick out of that. I have it in a, in a plastic protective folder. You have to, the picture is difficult because there's on it. So hold on, I'll do it so you can actually see it. Oh. Thank you so much for your assistance with my notebook, which is falling all over the place. Uh, I have to take it out of its packaging here so you can see it better. But on the front, there is 
Whoa. Gold, oh, wow. There's a gold wrote, autograph. Yeah, paragraph. he he Whoa. lit up. Absolutely yeah. lit up. That's so cool. And he wrote to Cheryl, and what a hijacking it was. Oh, to play a bad guy again. <laughs> oh, that's Best awesome. Best wishes, Hector Elizondo, March 96. That's when it was. Wow. 96. That is awesome. He absolutely like, was so excited that this is the movie, wow. and I was so excited that he was so excited. He's like, why can't I be a bad guy <laughs> <Yeah>. again? <laughs> then, ever since that, like once Tarantino became a thing, I, I have desperately longed for Quentin Tarantino to put Hector Elizondo in oh, a movie yes. as wow. just a vicious bad guy. Like, would that not be That perfect? would be excellent, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if I ever meet, we're running out of time, because Tarantino's going to stop <laughs> me. He could do it in a TV show. I don't care, but that needs to happen. I don't even know if Hector is still acting now, but... He uh, is. He's on Last Man Standing. Oh, yes. Okay, good. Oh. Then, uh, you know, he is working on, he's going to do that spinoff hopefully. for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he's actually going to make the Bounty Law TV show. Yes. He could Wait, really? That. Perfect yes. in that, wouldn't oh, he? Wild. Yes, I did read that oh recently. I was like, yeah, he wrote like five episodes of Quentin, uh, if you're listening. He did. <laughs> yes, of course he is. That actually makes me enjoy the movie a little bit more. That is yeah, really cool. Me too. Because yeah. that's sweet that he just lit up That like is an absolute tree. prized possession for me. And, and having gotten to meet him, he oh, was sure. a really nice guy, and just have, yeah, have him be so excited that Young that little Cheryl doesn't bring out Pretty Woman. <laughs> it's this. <laughs> like, well, you don't know Cheryl. So I will say one thing I did enjoy about this movie is I've never seen this Walter Matthau. I, yeah. I know yeah, Walter Matthau from Grumpy Old Men right. era. Right. Yeah. So seeing him as kind of like a tough guy was very new and, and fun to watch for me. But man, he was a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard for me to get on his side because of the way he was treating the people from Japan. Oh yeah, uh, and, and the things yes. he was saying. There's to a them. lot of things like that. That, that sequence is—I don't even understand why that's there. It didn't right? need to be there. It's, it's there as exposition because he's giving it. Like, here's yeah. how the subway works. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but yes. he thinks they don't understand English because when he first meets them and then he starts to walk down the hall and he's like, "Come with me, gentlemen," and they don't. So he's like, "Oh, they don't even understand English, right?" So then he's giving them this tour. But yeah, then he's calling them like. Monkeys yes. and calling them awful dumb, things. Dummies and idiots. Dummies, yeah. And, yeah. and then, Ugh. of course, once they're leaving, when things really go down and they those guys have to leave the commands, and they're, they're like, yes, thank you very much. And, you know, they speak English so quick, and he's like, mm. but <laughs> he just makes a little face like, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, there's actually quite a lot in this because there's, uh, like in the... Uh, Dolowitz is the name of the guy who I, uh, the positions that the, I don't know what they're, the names of the positions. They never really make was, it was that the guy who went down to the subway car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was killed. That's guy. Cass. Yeah, he's God. great. Yes, Cass Dolowitz. <laughs> oh man, he's, what are they so, doing? He's so colorful, <laughs> but he him. like he's there yeah. in the yes, like super New York. But uh, <laughs> yes, uh, so he's in the they're in like a little. Uh, command center like more the more immediate command center yeah it's like I a local know. I think I feel like they would have one of those at like most of the stations well, wasn't he the supervisor because yeah. he was the supervisor. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. oh he's and, like yeah this conductor didn't show up but they didn't clock in and rah, 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 rah. right yeah he's just constantly like from the minute you meet him he's just <laughs> complaining <laughs> about to have a heart attack about every he's yelling with the and other guy in so there that's just, why yeah so, the there, why? so they, he's yelling he's like, I'm going down to the tracks <laughs> right. oh my man he's so they're in there where they can see where the trains are and so he's yelling that the train has stopped and what's going on and he's cursing because he, he's constantly cursing. And one, the other guy's like, because mm, there's a woman who works in there now, which they've already made comments about. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. She first lost her wedding says, ring. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Pissed. At first, he, right at the beginning. Yeah. And first he says, classification's been to, open to women for a month. And already we're down the goddamn. 
toilet. Now you got to sleep that. Uh, it's hard to do any of his lines. Yeah. Uh, we're already down the toilet. So, uh, but then he's like, the other guy's like, what's your language? And he's like, if I got to watch my language just because they let a few broads in, I'm going to uh. quit. How the, can you <laughs> run a railroad? <laughs> I don't know. I'm bleeping I'll put myself. Put in some uh, subway noises. There. Yeah, so that's, yeah. Train <laughs> that's perfect. But yeah, there's so there's a number of times, and it comes back again later. I think where there, I think Garber makes a comment at one point too about women being allowed, in, like because well, it's like a brand new a thing. Because police women force, yeah, they, well. the, yeah, they yeah. find out there's an undercover policeman on the subway yes. that gets hijacked. <laughs> yes, and like, well, is it a guy or a woman? He's like, oh, I didn't even think to ask. And then he doesn't really reference anything at that point about it. And I thought it was really cool. He was like, oh, I didn't even think to ask. And then it hit me like, oh, he didn't ask because he's so used to it just being a guy. Right. And then later in the movie, he's just like, well, what do you expect him to do, especially if it's a woman? Right. I'm like, ah. And I will say, uh, where the, there was one thing that this movie did that I knew immediately how it was going to end, and it bummed me out. But the, the other thing I expected was that the drunk lady yes. on the subway, yes. I, I would have put hard cash down <laughs> yes. that she was well, the undercover officer. If the movie yes. was made 15 to 20 years later, yes. Yes, yes. yes. 100% like, correct. She's going to act like she's drunk. And even like when the little bottle of liquor, liquor yeah. fell out of her purse, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. And I kept waiting for them to be done with the caper, and then she was just going to pop up no. and pull a pistol, you know, pistol out of the handbag <laughs> and at least take out one or two of yeah. them right. as they're escaping. Yeah. And then when that didn't happen, and, and it was like white Jesus, line. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> white the Jesus. hippie guy. The hippie guy. Come on. The worst cop what? ever. He jumps out and immediately, oh, like, awful. almost dies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Twist, oh. Twists his ankle or something. Yeah. Yes. He, like, his head was bleeding. Right. Yeah. 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 He, he like, was in bad shape. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. But he still but, shot one of them. But a lot of the cops were pretty bad. I mean, even the whole sequence where they're at the standoff and then they don't know who fires first to start the whole gun Yeah. And it's like, well, it was a cop. Like what? Yes. It was a trigger happy guy down there. You yeah. filled the tunnels. Yes. The only one yes. smart was I think it was Patrolman James was his name, but the guy that got down first and yes. hid. And was yeah. hiding. And he was yeah. like, I, I thought he was gonna like which is exactly, be a hero at the yeah. end or something. No, that would have been better. Though. But but then he yeah. does make that comment of you know you got a bunch of bunch trigger of happy trigger morons. happy guys down here. Yeah. So of course somebody's gonna shoot. But uh, there's also another line. It's uh, <laughs> just like such a weird thing where they're talking uh, Garber's talking about Mr. Blue and and he says uh, the guy who's talking has got a heavy English accent he could be a fruitcake yes which one did he really have a heavy English accent in the because beginning his accent an sounded accent. like he was trying to sound German to me mm. and then oh, they said very, he has like, English yeah he's it very really he's very me. methodical was what it so he's very I felt the very British it's very British very, afterward yeah. to me uh, yeah but at the beginning when he said that I'm like British how do they reveal they reveal a little bit of his backstory yeah uh, where he, he like it's fought he was a mercenary or something he was a mercenary I like this idea of this like uh, a jaded you know uh, soldier who turns mercenary and then he's like well I'll just I'll just run uh, these kinds of things in America like it's such a weird yeah it's I, so weirdly specific but because they only talk about it in one scene I'm like I kind of love that 
Yeah. Like it's, I have so many notes, I don't it, know where it is. And with that, I think my favorite interaction, because you know who Mr. Blue is almost immediately yeah. after this, I think it's Mr. Gray when they're like having their little yeah. tit for tat. And he's Mr. Blue says something about, oh, well, I'll just have one of them killed. And he's like, yeah, that's it. You'll have one of them killed. You never get your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that does the dirty work. Right. Yeah. You're, you're just, you know, whatever. We don't really need you. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm like, oh, because I kept waiting for the two of them to square mm-hmm. off. I was like, come yeah. on. I want some people to shoot some people up because I'm tired. <laughs> like for a big chunk of this movie, it's almost basically like two people talking to the phone on each talking yeah. to each other on the phone, and I'm like, mm, and, and where's the action? Where's the action? Yeah, well, it's a lot of phone tag because yeah. They, yeah, he has to. Walter Matthau has to keep going. Oh, I'm going to loop you in. Click, click. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you're taking up all my lines here. <laughs> They got the cash. We're coming down. Let them know. Oh, hey, they got the cash. We're coming down. Let them know. <laughs> yes. I found that the right message was passed on. Yeah. Usually, I can't wait for it to be screwed up. Like. <laughs> if it's not too late to, uh, to go back, I found the yeah. I found the passage uh, where we learn uh, Blue was in the British Army, uh, and uh, it's Green says uh, the British Army one hundred fifty dollars a month. You got to be kidding, because he said he's got expensive tastes mm-hmm. and blue says the africans paid me five thousand yeah. green mm. a month and blue for leading a battalion uh and then uh g says what'd you get out of that for and blue says because the market dried up because the war ended right yeah. yeah uh and so yeah and that's when we also learned that green was fired from the transit authority because there was a whole thing about drug running, and of course i was innocent it was and, a you setup know, yeah <laughs> 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 have anything to do with that Green, of course, uh, right from the beginning, he's got a cold the whole time, which you know from the start's gonna. Of yeah. course, that's broadcast. There's that, a lot yeah. of Chekhov's guns in, in there. This movie. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's got to figure in because uh, you kept which the kinda, constant. I mean, uh, twice, it, twice, it yeah, twice he sneezes when Blue is on the radio with Garber. Yeah, and Garber right. says that because yeah, because Intermath that was in the room with us. I, right? I, I, right. I love doing a Walter Mitchell. It's fairly easy. What are you talking about? And that kind of did ruin the end a little bit for me because I know you're supposed to have that feeling of like, oh, is he going to be able to hold that sneeze back? But never once did I think he was. No. Yeah. I'm like, they're just going to go back and forth. And at some point, he's going to sneeze and Mathau's going to be like, mm-hmm. It's a lot. I like still love it when it happens. I, like. I still love it when it happens. I hate oh, that face he makes. I do too. <laughs> I like that that's how he gets him, but it. that face he makes is very much like the end of the 80s sitcom. Yes, yes. it is. Oh, yeah, very much. We'll be right back with more It's On My List. Hey, folks, this is Joe Myers. When I'm not waxing poetic about classic and cult films that I should have watched ages ago, you can hear me talk all things horror on the podcast Macabre with my fellow co hosts, Chris Duck. And Jenny Duquette. Join us each week for horror-related news, movie and show reviews, film franchise focuses, director and actor spotlights, and much more. Podcast Macabre is available via our website, our Libsyn hosting site, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, with new episodes available every Monday. You can find us at podcastmacabre.com and follow our social media accounts on Facebook and under at Podcast Macabre on Twitter and Instagram. So, bright friends, please subscribe to, rate, and review the show. And remember, don't be afraid of the dark. Be afraid of what's in it. I, we yeah. haven't talked about him yet, but it does make me laugh that Jerry Stiller's in this movie. Yes. Oh he's my God. he's yeah. the only one that really doesn't yell. Yes. <laughs> yes. Kind of funny. 
Yeah, he's the calmest New Yorker. <laughs> he is. Because you've got the other guy who, no matter what happens, is just so upset that his trains are out yes. of whack. I hate oh, that guy. has absolutely no sympathy I love for the, the line. passenger. Like, anyway. like, rush hour is going to start soon. And he's like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Garber finally like grabs him by the shirt collar yes. and is like, you get it together, man. Pay attention. So... We got people. Yeah, there are so be many killed. dumb people in this movie. Oh, the, yeah. like, the mayor, oh. the mayor. Oh, I love I that the mayor the had a, had the flu. First of all, yes. that was yeah. kind of funny to me. And that, uh, yeah, but he's just so dumb. No, he, he, uh, it's just a big. And Doris like, Roberts was his notes. wife. I didn't yes, realize. Yes, young wife. Doris Roberts. Awesome. But he also. Oh come on! Where are my notes? For goodness' well, they, sakes! Too didn't me. people think that he was based on the real mayor of New York at the time? Ooh, yeah, they thought it was Ed Koch. Yeah, who wasn't actually mayor yet. I, was it his his wife or whoever made a reference like people are going to think you're a real LaGuardia <laughs> yeah. I did chuckle at that I do like because there's, yeah. a, there's a real good payoff with the mayor where he's like I don't want to go down there they'll boo at me and then when we finally get to him there you just hear the audience yeah, boo. I don't think they ever show him they didn't yeah, they have to <laughs> so funny where are my notes on this he played the mayor in another big movie too and uh, that's funny oh gosh it's going to drive was me crazy. It, uh, Batman? Yes, thank you, Batman. But he also played the mayor in yet another movie, not a well-known one, and I don't. I have a note Daniel? somewhere. That's sure, funny. that was probably... It says the mayor yes. on IMDb. So I like he, he had a whole His career of playing mayors. Mayor. Yes, but yeah, he was the mayor in Batman. The, the top three. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins Tim Burton. Tim Robbins Batman. Wow. I want it now. Oh, I want to see it. I would totally see that. Tim Robbins Batman. That would be incredible. Especially if he used his accent that he did in season two of Castle Rock. Like that Northeastern Bostonian type. Like I bring it. I want it. Make him the Riddler. I was you say yeah is he like joker or batman yeah uh (laughs) so they do a number of there's a number yeah so they go they have the things that they they go through like the process of how they're doing this but yeah but also coming back like the i wrote down the question because it's it's uh garber and the i don't know a bunch of people are talking the snipers are in the tunnel but uh, Garber says to somebody, tell me something, will you? They're in a tunnel, surrounded on all sides, top and bottom there. How do they expect to get away? Uh, and he says something with a bad word in it. Uh, beats beats the <laughs> hay out of me. Uh, but then you keep coming back to that. Um, Garber says to Blue at one point, um, Pelham, might interest you. I interest you to know I figured out how you're going to do it. Blue says, yes, it would interest me very much. And he says, you're going to make every man, woman, and child in New York City close their eyes and count to 100, right? <laughs> At which point, Blue just says, it's now 247. That means you have 26 minutes because mm-hmm. they've given them a time limit. Yeah, so the first thing is they hijack the train. They uncouple it from the rest of the train. So they just have the one car with all those passengers in it, the 18. Um, and then, uh, yes, then they call in their demands, uh, which are the million dollars, uh, so I've got million dollars in an hour. In an hour, mm-hmm. yeah. I literally wrote down all these things, like because that's I do that. Uh, and they they had the, the, the million, time. Yeah, a mil- go ahead. The, the time that they have to like they have to count it out in very specific bundles too. Yeah, so yes. that takes up a lot of time and and holds everything up with the. Yeah, because the first demands are a million dollars cash for the release of the car and all the hostages. The time is now two thirteen. The must be money must be in our hands not later than three thirteen one hour from now. 
Uh, if the money's not in our hands, we'll kill one hostage for every minute you're late, which is the thing of, yeah, you're going to, you only get so many minutes there. Yeah. Um, furthermore, if anybody attempts to interfere anyone in any way, we will begin killing the hostages immediately. And then once they, uh, once they get okay, once the mayor and everybody agree, we're going to pay the ransom because there's a back and forth of well, yeah, we should pay it. No, we shouldn't. They they have a little group that's that's arguing about it, and the mayor doesn't want to chime in. And then yeah. he turns to is that his, his wife? wife. wife. Yeah. And she says, "Well, uh, you know one thing for sure: you'll have 18 people who vote for you." Right. And I was like, <laughs> and "That's so what is much like much like <laughs> Ghostbusters. You will have saved the lives of millions of registered voters." Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> Oh, New York. Everybody knows how to feel so, so New York. York. New York, uh, New York. <laughs> so then they agree. So then the next set of instructions, uh, the million dollars to be paid in the following denominations, 500,000 in 50s, 500,000 in hundreds, which will then be put in stacks of 200 bills each bound with thick elastic bands. Thick elastic bands. All, <laughs> all bills will be old bills. Their serial numbers to be random. Uh there's a lot of instructions in this movie. Yes. Oh, there was there was one thing that I caught. I was um, I thought it was really funny. I don't remember when exactly I caught it. Well, I know what the word was. There there's definitely a point of making um, Mr. Blue say all the British words that are slightly different than American words. Oh. They do that throughout the whole movie. And the one that I really got me that. was funny. someone was a lieutenant, and he says, "Yes, lieutenant. thank you, lieutenant." Thank and you. I was like, <laughs> "Come on!" Honest, no, honest to God, I would say lieutenant as well, just because I really like that pronunciation well, yeah, because that's a of fun the period. I, because sure. of the period I study. Mm-hmm. The Navy, it's yes. Lieutenant, but yes. Oh, it's in my boot. Like he was saying every word that every was lieutenant, Yeah, Lieutenant made sense because of being in the Army, but uh, okay. yeah. Well, you know, you got to have some fun with it. I will, sure. <laughs> Joe's being kind of quiet, I noticed. Like, it is, <laughs> looks like I was with Casablanca. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm picking my moments. Like, All right. You're, you're getting into it. What I will come back to is how disappointed I am that the hostages were just there. Yeah. They were yeah. basically the just, wailing mom. I, I was yeah. the curious the, kid. The old guy to yeah. like sacrifice himself or something. He, so, he, yeah. had, no. he had so many lines and like nothing to do. Like yeah. really. Yeah, there weren't really redemptive moments for them. And, and I don't even need redemptive. Just like it seemed like he had a cause or something. It seemed like he yeah. had something that he was like, oh, I don't like that these guys are trying to take over. I must stand up. But in but yet he, he never did just wanted to know how much they well, were worth. Because yeah. he's, well, but because yeah. he's an older Jewish man, right? You then think, oh, World War Two. So yeah, but they don't. I, I feel like they don't make that connection. They don't. They don't. I just yeah. feel like you kind of do yeah. it in your head. And then but, there's the the racial thing when Mr. Gray hits yeah. the one yes. guy in the mouth. I yes. thought that was going to go somewhere too. It never went it's anywhere. Well, and then right. even the lady who doesn't speak English. Yeah, yeah. The translations yes. for her. I was like, now that's very interesting, but it does nothing. It just <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And then I thought maybe the kids would turn into something when they laughed at the stuttering guy, and yeah. that went nowhere as uh, well. I'm like, they're <laughs> set I mean, decoration. Breathing. Some of it's, some of it's tense, but not tense enough. Yeah, it, yeah. but yeah. they do the cardinal sin where I hate where. You kind of ratchet up the tension, but then you release it. And when you build it up again, it only builds up to where you were before. Yeah. It, there's never, like, at not any point did I think, oh, they're going to kill all these people. When the, not really no. ever. To me, yeah. when they when they release the car, and we can get to, like, how they do it. When they release the car and all of the, all of the, the hostage takers are gone. Yeah. And the car is running down the tracks. 
they just keep returning to that scene yes. so many times. Like, it's going fast, we're not stopping. Like, look at the police. The it's going lights. fast, we're not stopping. They do it like five <laughs> times. Like, they do. Like, we'll hit a red light. No, there's no red light. There's no, no red light. They're lights. all green. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they go back to it like five times. I'm like, we get it. They're going to smash into the wall. <laughs> it's, and, and like, I, I like this movie and I like a lot of like moments in it, I yeah. think for me. Yeah. But a lot of it was, they, sh- they, they showed the ace up their sleeves so blatantly. Like, hey, I just thought of how they're going to do it. What's that? Oh, can't they just, like, run the car away and they escape out a side door? No, see, there's this thing called a dead man switch. In right. Every car. Yes, yeah. yes oh. they do very specifically uh-huh. mention the dead man switch and how you have yeah. to have your hand on and there has to be pressure on it. And then, yeah. and I will admit, then uh, when you see them near the end, they're outside, they're, they stop the car again, they get out of the car, and Mr. Green is putting together this contraption that's going to work around that, but they don't actually show us how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'll, I'll roll with it. Well, but I mean, yeah. And you kind of got exactly what was going on with that, too, as you were seeing, like, oh, okay, they're going to rig that to where the car keeps right. going. Yeah. What bummed me out also was the fact that they did just stop at a side door. That yes. anyone that worked for the transit would know it's there. Did right. they know? Didn't well, they, <laughs> that that pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they like, should have gone to a point between that and walked back some distance to that's that. Kind well, of what to that exit? They did, I yeah. thought. A only little a little bit. bit. A little, but yeah. yeah. What I thought was going to happen is Mr. Green was going to walk over after rigging the contraption and the train shooting off. Mm-hmm. He would walk over to like some dark spot and start messing with a grate, and they were going to mm-hmm. climb down, and it was going to be that he knew if you got in that access uh, point, mm-hmm. that went to an old part of the subway no mm-hmm. one knew about yeah. before yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that. and they were going to get out a different way. Yeah. And then at the end of it, maybe someone that worked still at transit who was like an old timer would be like, hey, well, remember? Yeah. And I yeah. thought that's where they were going. Yeah. Cool. And the second they just walked back to the hallway and started taking off their fake mustaches, I was like, oh. I like our versions <laughs> of the script. <laughs> well, the, maybe we should do it. They do make. show in the movie the, the like, whatever they call it, escape hatch that they come out of. Uh, the, yeah, Walter Matthau's right there right after. Yeah. Yes. yes. And it's, so it's cracked like, open, too. Yeah. Like, he knew to be there, but... He, just minutes late. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like Green had just walked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, and then I guess the, the the last moment of tension is them like going door to door after they've eliminated all the like. <laughs> well, yeah. Halfway through the movie, he yeah. comes up with the idea that someone on that one of the uh, hijackers knows how to work the train. Yes. Look for disgruntled employees, which yes. is probably the right. only really good police work they do in this entire. <laughs> yeah, movie. I, I yeah. like how they broke down how they narrowed it and how they narrowed it down because it sounded like a lot seven, at first. Do you like, have yeah, any notes? Yeah, like, I got it in my notes. Dead. No, I do. Twelve Hold moved on. out of yeah. state. <laughs> yeah. Three are incarcerated. Here it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, still no driver. Uh, list of seventy-eight motormen, uh, but it's not that bad. Eight are dead. Twenty-two rehired. Eleven in jail. <laughs> Twenty-six moved. One in a mental institution and one joined the NYPD. That's so that man. only leaves nine to check. Uh, He's like, that's our man. He's like, his, his whereabouts can be accounted for. Like, yeah. oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, then they go to a, the first apartment. There's a guy in a wheelchair. Nope, not him. They go to a toll booth guy. He's been there since 2.30, but still won't let them pass without paying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Uh, that was good. That was, He's yeah. like, oh, no. Uh, and then they go to Mr. Green's apartment. And he's laying in the money. Yes, he's rolling around. <laughs> oh, he's got it because he's got two. He's got his own plus some of Gray's money. The blood, right? Yes, with the, the blood, with the blood, with blood on. Yeah. Well, I thought. Sorry, I thought that was gonna. Be, I thought yes. they were gonna shoot Gray. 
Um, because I saw that happen, I'm like, oh, but the money's gonna stop the bullet, and then he's gonna run. <laughs> oh, I guess not. So yeah. So then the knock on the door, and he's like, oh. So he rolls it all up in the sheet. Already and immediately throws it. suspicious. He's like, hold on. Right. Right. <laughs> just waiting like yeah but so he rolls it up in a sheet and he shoves it in his oven for lack of anywhere else yeah, yeah so then then garber and rico uh come in but jerry stiller's character and uh yeah and then rico wants to light a cigarette and they <laughs> don't have lighter. nobody has a match or anything so he's like oh, i'll just light it on the stove and then yeah green's yeah. like it's tricky it's tricky let me do it just to keep him from getting in there at all yeah, so then he's like gonna get away with it. Well, and before they're leaving, he's like yelling. He's like, "Oh, you're always trying to dig something up on me." Yeah, like, he, right. he goes on this tirade. Yes. It's like they're out your door. Yes, <laughs> but he claimed he was working nights, and and so that's why he'd been asleep all day, and he didn't know anything about this. And I just woke up, you know, an hour ago, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So then they leave, and then the sneeze, and then Garber reopens the freeze door, frame. and yeah, freeze frame. Yeah, freeze frame. Uh, in my head, I heard a Seinfeld theme song. Don't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool though them showing an actual New York apartment like usually when yes. you see things it's like this fabulous giant yeah, apartment right. that no one that's living there would ever be able to afford and that yeah. was like a little closet his, his kitchen space. was in his living room was in <laughs> yes. his bedroom yes, yes. yes. but nice Garber's place. like nice apartment yeah. like, okay <laughs> I'm like maybe by New York standards it, it is funny. with like piles of canned chili and stuff right. just yes. around the kitchen just living it up uh, uh, but the the theme music for this movie I was just awesome. love. I love, love it. That was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> it's so yeah. 70s funky. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. <laughs> it's very cool. Not music I would associate with Mathau. No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Walter Mathau kind of did a little bit of everything because like he he starred in Hello Dolly. He sings, yeah. oh, right. and he did comedies. I obviously, did Bad News Bears and all kinds yes. of comedies. He did this kind of thing. Has anyone he was, seen Charade? I that, have not. I but he's like so. a romantic lead in things. And, yeah, but yeah. even in Charade, it's very different from anything that you would have ever seen him in yeah. before. That's like he really, Grant, he uh, really could do everything. Good, yeah. yeah, I'm. When you stop and think about it, I, wow, he's he was really quite the versatile actor, but. And good in everything, I think. Now, I, I will say I do appreciate, Cheryl, that you've put this on the list. And Thank that we've you. watched this because of, I mean, solely if only because um, like Reservoir Dogs yeah. was one of the yes. first movies yes. that I remember loving and being so into. Yeah. And wanting to know everything about and to see that this is where... Tarantino at least got the naming idea right. from mm -hmm. uh, names after colors right. like that's that's already like and this is you know you kind of get that feel of like taking that kind of this kind of film into his filmmaking yes, yes. so I'm like you know what like I'm you glad could, I saw this you could see Tarantino remaking this movie I mean it would be more well, what he, you were looking for it would be actually <laughs> yeah. he did yeah and I think He's brilliant with Reservoir Dogs not showing the heist. Yeah. Right. Because right. I think this movie would have been way more fun if we saw those four personalities meeting back up somewhere to divvy up the money and getting into arguments yeah. and it being just yeah. the four of them, you know, Which as they're being hunted dogs. down by Mathau. <laughs> right. Uh, but just seeing what went down in that car, I was like, so many times, but man, this is. I need something to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's a so lot of waiting. It, it, maybe it was just my expectations for it. Um, I will say, though, when it ended, I'm like, well, that was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. 
but once we got into it, I'm like, okay, I think I know what vibe they're going with. And then they just took a left turn on me. I'm like, oh, this is not the movie I thought it was going yeah. to be at the beginning of this. It's definitely a movie um, that I think a lot of other things took inspiration absolutely. from. And, did and it, has anyone seen the movie uh, Locke with Tom Hardy? Oh, no. 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 It's it's very cool. And it was kind of touted as this like gimmicky thing. I saw it at a, like a film festival when it was first released. But it's Tom Hardy is like a uh, construction boss... Um, leaving his work site for the night and going home. And he's in his car on the highway having phone conversations with people. That's the whole movie. You're in the car with him, listening as he's talking to different people. You, and you, you obviously you hear the other side of the conversation, but you never really cut away from him. And so it's him managing all these things. It's like a lot of different moving parts going on and like weird stuff in his life that he has to manage, but it's very tense and all you're seeing is one side of the conversation. And uh. so it's, it's, it's a cool way to, to create tension like with dialogue alone. And obviously like there's an actor there doing it, but it's he, when they did it, it was a lot of just running it start to finish. Like you're going to do the whole script. You're going to do all these conversations yeah. and we're going to do it like three or four times and then we'll edit the movie together. And so it's a lot of like tension without a lot of action happening necessarily. So I think I think they did that pretty well on the phone conversation going yeah. back and forth. And especially in the moment where like my brain was like peeking through the loophole and then they shut it right away when <laughs> when, the, when the 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 car delivering the money just like absolutely wrecks itself. Yeah. Yes. And they're like we're not we're not going to make any time. I don't know. And they're just like how do they know we're not there? And they're like we've arrived at the door. We've the money's right. <laughs> <money's there." laughs> like, yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I did enjoy the back and forth though because yeah. Mattel's character is trying to play like the New York tough guy mm-hmm. and Mr. Blue is having none of it. Yeah. 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 He, he does like, not want to play. The time is. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did enjoy that aspect of their back and forth, but yeah, I, I I just wish the script would have been a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I think that's what fell down for me. Uh the, the music is brilliant. Some of the acting in it's really good. I, I liked some of the people in it, but I just wanted more out of it at yeah. the end of the day. And in, in a world where Dog Day Afternoon exists, like yes. I don't ever have a reason to revisit this film. They even mentioned Attica in here at one point. Yeah. We don't want another Attica on our hands. Yep. Yeah. Ah, Has anyone seen the the remake of this at all? I, have. I haven't, okay. but Cheryl I'm curious, curious though. Yeah, I'm curious to see the it's remake. It's terrible. <laughs> like if you didn't like the script here... Yeah, you're not gonna. And Did the whole end is change awful. Change the story and, at all? Do they change what happens, or is it pretty much? Are they, yeah, are the characters one to one, or do they start like mushing them together? Because I could see some mushing happening. I have only seen it once when it was first in theaters. Um, I mean, they take the same basic concepts uh, of the you know hijacking, but I can't remember what it is with each of the characters. I just know John Travolta is no match for Robert Shaw. Oh, <laughs> oh that's the no, movie. I was, yeah. that was Travolta worried. is like, is he doing oh, an accent? No, I no, have to watch I this don't know. He wasn't doing an accent. It's a different, it's <laughs> no. a different kind of character, but he's still the guy who's running this hijacking right. and the guy on the radio with Denzel Oof. Washington, who yeah, is the Matthau character. But they took like the humor out of it. Oh. And yeah, that makes... yeah and the ending... Yeah. Like because I love how that Robert Shaw character ends in this movie was I think that's is a, yeah, so brilliant. That to is have a fantastic a, moment. A I villain think. who goes out in a a just a I'm not messing with this. I'm out. I'm not going to sit here and go to your jail. Whatever. I think that's absolutely brilliant. That moment. That is a great moment. Mm-hmm. And they took it that out. Total seven. And it's just yeah. it's just yeah. 
a stupid, stupid ending on the on the I, remake. I'm telling you, you're selling me on the remake. Yeah, thinking it. about Travolta, absolutely as watch the it. big bad guy in that. Yes, I'm looking at IMDb. And just, I just remember it had a, he, the mayor. He had a very fancy oh, watch. I don't recall Oh, I forgot he was in it. Right, yeah. I, need a, I need a bottle of tequila and some shot glasses. <laughs> Let's just put it on and watch it now. We'll every see how weird I, thing I just, that happens uh, in that one, we're just going to take a shot. Yeah. But they don't have the, the names like Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. It's, oh, they don't give them the No, uh, they don't give them the uh, Probably the because at this point, then it's Reservoir Dogs. going to go like, oh, they ripped off Quentin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did like the at the in the end credits. It does have the disclaimer: no technical advice or assistance from uh, the transit authority was given to that. Uh, oh. Yeah, because oh, if you're oh, thinking yeah, they of doing this, yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they I ran the. Um, it was it was, and uh, I had to look it up because I was like, how did they film this? Right. It was an unused line uh, that they ran a, a a regular Newark subway on. Yes, but it was the uh, they had trouble because it was still close enough to subway lines that were running that they were had to limit what times that they could film on it because it was oh, right. regular yeah, trains it was noisy so the transit authority it, in new york at first refused to allow the film to be shot mm-hmm. on the subway because they thought it might give someone the idea to commit uh hijacking yeah. um, there, there was a but oh, there was, was another later. yeah there was another movie called money train in 95 that apparently did wesley snipes uh, and um oh i remember <laughs> that coming out oh why can't i think of his name woody harrelson uh, I believe we're in. Oh, it wow. came out like after White Man Can't Jump, I believe. Oh. <laughs> and then the Transit Authority finally did say, okay, after the mayor got involved, um, but they required uh, United Artists to buy anti-hijacking insurance for 75000 in addition to paying 275000 for the use of the subway. What? And then the disclaimer does say, although many of the scenes in, the, in this film were taken on transit property, the New York City Transit Authority is not responsible for the plot, story, and characters portrayed. The authority did not render technical advice and assistance. <laughs> so <laughs> like they, we are covering all our bases, yeah, and if something much. goes well, wrong, it, it's on you guys. They're also saying we heard <laughs> Walter Matthau say that line, and we know it's wrong. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's not so determinist. There are two things with that though. They used old sub or yeah subway cars. Yeah. So. When it does go by some of the platforms, it's way away from them because the newer oh, ones are right. wider. Well, and larger. you can yeah, and you can even see when they're in the tunnel. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of space on the sides. Yeah. And in addition to the hijacking insurance, there the city of New York and the transit authorities' main thing was you cannot, under any circumstances, show graffiti because this was during wow. the big anti-graffiti mm. thing. Oh, in New York. yeah. Wow. And yeah, they're like, if you have graffiti in here, it's going to glorify. I'm like. Yeah, shoot the conductor all you want. Yeah, but no, don't yeah. dare show someone tagging anything. Priorities. It's, I never even yeah. thought about that because every other movie where you see a subway car, it's got graffiti on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Every other movie. And this one has none. Crazy. That was a demand for using what they used. The stations are spotless. The cars <laughs> I was are say, spotless. That's, yeah, really now hard. that you mention it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. Huh. Well, I still love this movie. I always <laughs> I will. I'm glad you did. I think it's. I would say it's worth watching. I for love sure. it to pieces. I, really I wouldn't do. put it up on my like favorites, mm. but like, yeah, it's it's a cool, it's a fun heist movie. Maybe it's not perfect by by our standards, <laughs> but yeah, if if you enjoy movies of that genre, definitely if you're a Tarantino fan, I would say check this out. That's yes. fair. Yeah. Get your source mm-hmm. material. Yeah. yeah. I guess I can just think. Of so, <laughs> there's so many other heist movies that are so much better. Yeah. I'm just kind of like. 
Well, I, I understand, Joe. There have been a lot of show, movies on here I've felt that way about. When yeah. everybody Cheryl else is like, oh, oh, really? So I get it. I get it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I appreciate so. that. Joe liked it more than I did. Yeah, oh, she... Oh. Uh, yeah. It, it, we had a little... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I hear. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. We I might not be like able it. to be friends anymore. <laughs> it's yelling people yelling. Yeah. There is a lot of yelling. Yeah, she's like, that was just way too New York. That was like, so New York. Yeah, they're just people angry. Before yes. anything happened, they're just angry. I do. Like, yes. I, mean, I am with Andrew. I think he's probably one of my favorite characters is the supervisor who's just like, yes, I'm going like to go down it. there. And they're just like, don't move or I'm going to shoot you. And they're like, bah, 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 and then they just <laughs> Shoot him <laughs> like, I like, was so sad. I was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> yes. He was living his life. And I'm like, finally! <laughs> I actually like the one secretary that was just like, she was watching all of them do all this stupid stuff, and every time they would cut to her, she would just kind of like say something or do whatever they'd asked her to do, and she just kind of had that like, you idiots. That head shake every single time. Loved her. Yeah. Her, her and the, the one guy that was down in the, the dark going, yeah, some of those idiots shot. I don't know That's what to tell right. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I guess watch it. And then watch Dog Day Afternoon and Hello Dog High Day. Water. Still seen no, that. Dog Day Afternoon A is Fish Called Wanda. An amazing Quick movie. change. That's what I still think. <laughs> yeah. I think That's The Commuter right. was a really good... I didn't watch it, but Lee, I know the Liam concept. Neeson. Yeah. Uh, and it has a very similar vibe to this of like, the, it's not that it's a kidnapping. It's that he can't trust anyone on the train. Yes. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. he's trying to figure out what's Because he's the, it's like, on. is he the huh. cop or is he just a guy that they're He was extorting. a cop. Oh, okay. He's a retired cop. He's doing something else now. Okay. Uh, like insurance or something. Well, and they the, put him. They give him a boring job, but they give him the cop background because it's Liam Neeson. Yeah. Well, and this kind of reminded <laughs> yeah. me of um, what was the one where he was on the plane? Yeah, I never saw that one, but yeah. Yeah. Well, same it's idea. like he's the air marshal. Air or whatever. marshal. I'm like, oh, there's the air marshal on the on but the train. The in train the commuter, <laughs> he gets approached by a woman who's like, "You need to find this person on the train, but we don't know who it is, and you need to uh, kill them or something." Oh, I remember. Or the we're going to start like killing other passengers yes. or something. Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually it's better than I think people give it credit. For. Okay. It looks like it's one of those. Easy to get lost thrillers. in the wash of it, Liam yeah. Neeson movies. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Oh, you know what? That reminds me of Source Code with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. Another one on a train that's train, really good. Train movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, then if you're going to train movies, Jones. you have to go with Silver Streak. I, remember I mean, you know. Yeah. The Great uh, Train Robbery. I don't know that one. With Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor? I've never seen oh, that. Oh, it's one of a, literally yeah. one of my all-time favorite movies. Okay. It's right. why I took it's... the train to Chicago one time, which I do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I had to get it out of my system. I will sit down with you and watch that anytime you want. Okay, I'll, I love I'll put that, that on my movie. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. It. Of course, In terms of um, underrated oh gosh, thrillers, uh, Eagle Eye, I think, is a really good movie. Oh, well, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> What's, uh, I can't remember the actress's name. Vera Farmiga? No. No. Uh, Who, oh, yeah. Michelle. Michelle Monaghan? Yeah, that's probably it. I wish. Um, <laughs> no, he, like, I, that, that kind of came out in like early 2000s when there were like a ton of these being made or whatever. But it's it's really cool. It's really it's like the, the, the computer kind of has a mind of its own and is starting to take over infrastructure and, and things like that. I don't know. It's a good movie. It's an underrated <laughs> movie with a lot of cool moments in it. I'm Alisa Gonzalez and I'm on Twitter at ThisAlisa. 
I'm Joe Myers. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Joe Myers. I also co-host a horror podcast called The Podcast Macabre. You can find us online at podcastmacabre.com. I'm Andrew Lindy, and I uh, host a couple of different podcasts, one of which is called Nothing New, a remake podcast, where every month my co-host and I talk about a film and its remake. Uh, we, oddly enough, have not covered the taking of Helen 123 yet. Uh, I don't know if we will. Sorry. If you do. <laughs> Sorry. Do it. Yeah, I understand, but if you do, I will be your guest. Half of your homework's done. Do it. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then the other show that I do is called Dunstan Checks Men, where we break down the 1996 ape <laughs> film Dunstan Checks In minute by minute and pair each minute with another feature film. Uh, you can find both of those podcasts on uh, Ben V Network, Ben V Network.com slash nothing new and Ben V Network.com slash Dunstan. Uh, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. I'm Bethany Brinton. I'm a musician and composer. Uh, wrote the music you're hearing right now. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and all the things at Bethany Brinton. Uh, and we are It's On My List. You can find us at It's On My List Pod on most of the things, Twitter and Facebook. And it's on my list at gmail.com. If you want to tell us if you like Taking Pelham 123, the original, or the remake, or you hate the remake. Are there any heist movies that you really like that we should see? Um, and are there any weirdly connected Tarantino source material things that you think we need to see that no one really knows about? Uh, let us know. And I am Cheryl Jones. You can find my podcast, Movies Made Me, at mmmpodcast.com. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, at Movies Made Me Pod. Instagram, at Movies Made Me. And I never do give my personal address, so uh, at Speedway CJ everywhere. Oh, and thank you for listening to It's On My List. <laughs>